0: Hello and welcome to Keeping Up Appearances, the luxury podcast. Just like last week's, this episode was recorded live in front of a select group of Bucketheads in London in November, where we continued our discussion of the Angel Gabriel Blue Christmas Special. <laughs> This is the Companion Podcast for Exploring the World of Hyacinth Bouquet. My name's Jonathan Vernon Smith, and with me getting his fairy cake mixture everywhere is William Hansen.
1: Hello, Jonathan. I are still here because we are head over Hyacinth about keeping up appearances. And once again this week we're joined live in London by some of our very special bucket heads. <laughs> oh fabulous. And yeah. what a
0: great bunch. So much better than last week's. Oh. Common.
1: Common as muckwheels. Yes, they were disgusting. Should we go and have a, a look and meet some new bucket heads? Let's. Yes. Let's, let's May we go have and... the house lights up once more. Oh, there <laughs> oh, we go. Oh, lovely. Hello. Uh, now, what's your name, sir? Callum. Callum. And who have you come with, Callum? Younger brother. Your younger brother, you say quickly. Hello. 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 What's your name? Josh. Josh. And what's the age difference? Uh, I'm 20 and he's 17. 20 and 17. And are you both big Keep Up Appearances fans? Him more so, but I, I am, yeah. Now, when you say him more so, do you want to expand upon that? Uh, I just listened to Jonathan's show, so i come, but he is a, a proper, proper William Hanson fan, so I said I'd come with him. Oh, that's nice. Thank you very much. Which part of Jonathan's show do you enjoy the most? <laughs> Consumer air, the, the big phone-in, or the lunchtime conversation? listen to all of this. I couldn't have a... Oh, that's nice. Well done.
0: There's a lovely lady down here. Let's... Hello. I think I know you. I think you do. This is Rosie, everyone. Rosie from Redbourne. Oh, Rosie from
1: Redbourne.
0: And you're a buckethead.
1: I am, yeah. Yes, Yes,
0: beautiful. And you brought your husband, who's not a buckethead. You warned me. I've made him watch two episodes. Really? You said... My husband likes William, I like
1: you. <laughs> well, that's nice. And who have we got? Oh, look, you're holding on to each other quite territorially, which is nice. Are you an item? Yes. How long have you been an item? Um, five years this weekend. Five years. And are you planning on laying on anything big this weekend? <laughs> um <laughs> if he's lucky, okay. <laughs> and are you both big bucket heads? Absolutely. Which is your favourite episode of Keeping Up Appearances? It has to be the QE2. Okay, put that aside. Which is your favourite episode? Because it's everyone's favourite episode of Keeping Up Appearances. I quite like this episode. You yeah. quite like this episode. Thank you for giving me a good answer. That's lovely. <laughs> Jonathan? There's a
0: man here who I think could be a vicar. Are you a <gasps> vicar? Um, no. Oh, what are you? <laughs> He's a train driver. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Well, very similar to being <laughs> a vicar. Oh, you're both train drivers. Oh, well, it's lovely. where have you come from?
1: Um, we live in St. Nier's.
0: Oh, lovely. From the, from station. the stations.
1: Hal's <laughs> writing his, his own jokes. From
0: St. What? Where is everybody from? There was a gentleman earlier.
1: This where, gentleman is from Norway. Th- he's come
0: all the way from Norway. Well, <laughs> he's
1: not from Norway. He has come from Norway. Beautiful. And how, when did you
0: arrive? Uh, Saturday. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you're not just to see our
1: podcast. <laughs> uh, that was actually the, the beginning of it, yeah.
0: Was it? Oh, that's lovely. But, uh, okay. Anybody come further from Nor- the Norway?
1: Any advance on Norway? No. <laughs> no. Oh, hang on, there's a gentleman at back Where... here, hang on. hang on. Oh, hang on, Jonathan, these gentlemen are from your favorite place. Sheffield? Yeah. Yes! <laughs> I'm so sorry. That's marvelous. Um... It's where, a lovely place to come from.
0: Where, this gentleman here put his hand up. Where are you come from?
1: I'm from Brazil. What? Oh. You've come from Brazil for our podcast? I leave
0: here, but I'm from...
1: Oh, Brazil. all right. Well, forget it then. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Bucketheads. Round of applause for you. <laughs> oh. Nice. Lovely. Yes, no, they're not, they're not Vickers. But they could be. They have an ecclesiastical look about them. Have you ever toyed with the priesthood, sir? It's an old joke. Uh, anyway, right. Where were we? Now, actually, something we should say about the Angel Gabriel Blue episode, which people may not uh, know if you haven't read the Harold Snowd book, because those copies are few and far between. Um, is this originally when Harold Snowd sort of? came up with a synopsis for this episode. This was meant to be, off the back of the QE2, set in Disney World, Florida. Did you know? That was the plot he submitted to the BBC, but the BBC decided it was, obviously, it's Disney, it would be too heavily commercial. And so we could have seen Hyacinth on Big Thunder Mountain uh, or something (laughs) like that, which would have been fun. And it was Disney World in Florida. Now, Jonathan, you you go to Florida a lot, don't you? yes. Do you li- well, Jonathan either goes to Florida or Spain, and you sort of like Wimbledon. It's true. Just I'm a of habit. Yes. Yeah. Do you like Florida? Not much, but
0: <laughs> the w- but the weather's warm. Right. So and the food's good.
1: Yes. Yes. Okay. It's lovely. And, uh, Don't
0: get me to talk about <laughs> Disney World. You've been to Disney once. <laughs> I wished
1: I was dead. Not your cup of tea then? No. No, okay. Um, I like Disney. I think it's very fun. Everybody's so happy. (laughs) Makes me sick.
0: Did you wave back at them? No, I didn't.
1: I gave them a more British gesture. Surprised you weren't escorted off the premises. (laughs) Anyway, let's go back into the episode. Liz and Emmett have arrived for coffee, and we love all, we always love the coffee scenes, whether it's Liz and Hyacinth, or in this instance, Liz, Hyacinth, Emmett, and Richard. Yes. And it's great fun. And this is,
0: I would say, this is possibly the best ever Liz,
1: coffee, Emmett, hysterical scene. And it starts off, because Hyacinth, to stop Liz from spilling the coffee, Liz has been given coffee in a mug with a lid. (laughs) And Liz is delighted by this, until she realises, prompted by Emmett, she's going to have to take the lid off, and then she's back to where she started.
0: Yes, and while they are talking about the lid, Hyacinth then arrives with Richard, and his foot
1: has been bandaged heavily, because of course he's got Gout. And did you know, I actually, watching this episode back again, the bandage gets bigger and bigger as the episode That's progresses, it. which yes. I had actually not, not clocked the and first I, time.
0: I love when she arrives through the door because I love the
1: noises she makes.
0: Brrr, brrr, oh, poor Richard.
1: <laughs> and she announces that uh, the Duke of Durham was a martyr to, <laughs> to gout. Now, as I'm sure all of you know, there has never been a Duke of Durham. There has been an Earl of Durham, which is in its seventh incarnation currently, but there has never been a Duke of Durham. And to be fair, even Emmett picks this up and, and says, the Duke of Durham, Yes. Uh, and, and questions her on it. Hyacinth is very keen that Emmett and Liz are aware of the fact that she's made some Cotswold cream. Plum fa- flavored with a hint of honeysuckle and a touch of lime. Mm. <laughs> I think you'll find which sounds not very nice. Um, the touch of lime I wouldn't mind. It's the honeysuckle I think will be awful. I did, to be fair, when we were doing this, I did try to find Cotswold creams. You can't buy them. No, they don't exist. They were made up for oh, really? keeping up appearances. Yeah. Oh, okay. I got yeah. a
0: recipe that came up, but maybe no. Somewhere. That's Hyacinth Bouquet's recipe. Oh. <laughs>
1: Right, she's a no, food I don't think they really
0: exist. But yeah. they do serve a purpose, the Cotswold creams, don't they? Because when Hyacinth comes in and she's saying that Richard's in terrible pain, but Richard doesn't look like he's in pain because he's not. He's got athlete's foot. So she realises that she's going to have to quickly distract Liz and Emmett by shoving their heads into the Cotswold cream while she stamps on Richard's foot with her cream peep toe slingback,
1: I think it is the, the biggest close up we get of her peep toe slingbacks throughout the entire series. Yes, which is nice. Do you want? Actually, it's we a, should have some coffee whilst have we're a doing bit this. Bit of a... Oh, oh, oh! I'm so sorry. Oh, oh channelled our inner Liz. <laughs> Sir, you had a heart attack. <laughs> Sorry, would you like me to mop you down with a microfiber? You're doing a dramatic... I feel a bit a little bit bad. Did any of it actually hit you? A small amount. Yes. A small amount. But this <laughs> looks wiped clean, so that's fine. <laughs> yes, that's why you wore it. Did any hit you, madam? Just a little. Just a little. <laughs> oh, you are a bit damp. I'm so sorry. <laughs> there was m- blame... Blame the producer for overfilling those cups. Uh, Oh, no. oh. Why is it ringing again? It's empty.
0: <laughs> but you have got mine's a... not. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, I've got a bottle of water down here. <laughs> um. <laughs> no, bear no, with. no, don't because it will cling to me. <laughs> Maybe later. (laughs) Anyway, we're over in Onslow and Daisy's (laughs) living room. Uh, (laughs) Don't. Don't throw it at me. I'm not touching it. I'm not touching it. We're over in Onslow and Daisy's living room, and there is discussion now about what on earth Onslow, Rose and Daisy should do about Mr. Moresby. Uh, And actually, they realise that Daddy might have been gone for quite some time, and Mr. Moresby could have been there for days. Cuts back to Hyacinth,
0: who's on all fours, clearing up the latest spillage. It's a wonderful cleaning-up scene because the amount of coffee that she wrings
1: out of this cloth every time into the bucket is absolutely marvellous. How would you clean a coffee stain out of a rug, out of interest? What would you use? Uh, Well, you should always dab. I mean, so first of all, I have a Henry wash. Mm. So...
0: um, What well, honey. It's funny, that's a henry it's, wash. I've got a henry wash. So it's an executive carpet cleaning machine. And so I would suck it all up. Mm. And then I would and use... And then turn on the machine. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I would use a micro-splitting spritz oh. with some uh, white kitchen towel.
1: Okay. Yeah. I would use fairy liquid and a nail brush. No, don't scrub. No, well, it's it's always worked for me. That that'll bleach it. No, just a tiny... we diluted in water. Diluted in water. No. Oh. Pick a side. It's no. fine. And that and I I wouldn't use. I prefer an eco cleaning uh, product. Don't yes, I?
0: I don't agree with all that.
1: No. <gasps> oh, do you do you agree with him or me? Here, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay, yes, there we go. They That's don't not... work, do they, the eco ones? It's like people who use vinegar. It's disgusting. <laughs> <laughs> you can use vinegar on so many different things. Anyway, we'll, we'll have this argument later. Uh, what so else? they're cleaning up the, the rug, the yes. spillage. And they're doing that whole vibrations with the door routine. Now, that is brilliant. Yes.
0: He can't even stand... Poor Richard is in so much pain, he can't even bear the vibration of a door closing. At which point she shuts the door, nothing. So she then stands there,
1: <laughs> slams it, Ah! Eventually. Wonderland. And then, of course, obviously we've had, the, had the, the lid mug thing, so Hyacinth switches to plan B, and from her drawer in a paper bag, she pulls out a child's hot pink <laughs> beaker. Sippy cup, I think it's called now. A mm. uh, little bit gender normative of Hyacinth there, to say pink for a little girl, but again, it was the 90s, so it's slightly <laughs> different. <laughs> We can go with that. But what I like, if you watch this, is when Hyacinth pulls out the cup and she's standing sort of in the actual kitchen bit, there is a shot of her face, and you can just begin to see Patricia Routledge begin to corpse. If you watch it... Has anyone else noticed this? Yeah, there is just a split where she begins to go. But then when it cuts back to her, she's fine. And I quite like that. That's quite nice. Um, there's all that dip, dib dob dob thing, which she does with Emmett... And then I Googled, you know what I like? I like a, an etiquette etymology type thing. I Googled dib dib dob dob to say, I thought, oh, I wonder where that comes from. Do you know what dib dib dob dob means from the scouts and the cubs? It's short, it's an acronym or an initialism uh, for do your best and do our best. Dib dib dob dob. I thought that was very interesting. I was very pleased with that. Thank you, thank you for patronising me. That's very kind of you. Um, Jonathan, you've been in the scouts, haven't you? No, I. Uh. No, I was in the Cubs. I went. Oh,
0: same thing. Two weeks running, but all they wanted to do was play football, and that didn't so interest you. So I naturally you?
1: hated them all, no. and left. Oh. Well, that was the end of that. Yes, it was. Uh, we we go over to a road, uh, and uh, we we find out later they've left the house to phone Hyacinth because they uh, De Onzo's been cut off from the telephone, so they have to find a pay phone and reverse the charges. Uh, it's a fairly incidental scene. Um, we'll move There's on. There's a lovely um, car explosion, though, on the Cortina. Yes. One of the best. Do we Did we find out in the book what they did to make that happen? Uh, it was pyrotechnics. Uh, uh, up the... Do you mean... Did he? he said... Pi- I heard that. Didn't he? he said pirate techniques. Did I didn't. You? I said pyrotechnics. It was pyrotechnics, but
0: I like the fact... If you watch closely, mm-hmm. as it explodes, a kind of chunk of something falls off.
1: Oh, does it? Yes, you watch. Oh, OK. I don't know, a chunk of the Cortina, probably. Can I say, I'm really, I really need a drink of water, <laughs> but I don't want to pick that up because I don't want the audience to worry. I'm going to pick this up. No, no, you see, look, this poor gentleman. I just genuinely... Ne- I promise you, I genuinely... No, I, I just, just needed a sip of water I said you I wouldn't do anything It's okay Thank you for the producer for pressing that button I've got to have it in my hand Anyway Times have said that Anyway This is making help I sex my boss look like Beatrix Potter tonight. Uh. Anyway, in the kitchen, they've run out of caster sugar. Uh, and <laughs> just a classic thing. Uh, so they, they need... They, because there's a sugar... I think they try to get a sugar lump, don't they? Into the yes, so it pot. doesn't fit into the beaker. No, there is mention of... Because Richard's used all the um, caster sugar in his exclusive breakfast cereal. Oh, high-fibre. I wonder if that is an, an allusion to the exclusive European high-fibre breakfast cereal from series three. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. It could be. With uh, the Dutch roll family crest on the box. Indeed, yes. Uh, the phone rings and it goes all over Emmett, uh, this time rather than Liz, but it's Daisy on the phone, not Sheridan.
0: If you watch that, when the phone rings and the coffee goes all over Emmett, there is actually a slight pause. Re- rewind
1: it and watch it. The phone rings and she kind of goes... <laughs> <laughs> it's a delay They probably nowadays could sort of move the phone sound effect forward a bit But it was all a bit, all a bit backward um, Anyway, we're now outside Wayney Elm Hyacinth is waiting to be let into the car Yes, the Rover The Rover 216 Which more, even more recent, I mean you've tried to buy it now twice You did look into it a bit more seriously recently Yes, there was
0: another one, tonic blue, £3,000 for sale oh.
1: recently but you'd have to do a lot of work on it?
0: Well, I don't know. £3,000. Okay. Who can justify that? No, not, a, not
1: on a gag. <laughs> <but> it an <in laughs> exactly. a fact, a joke. Exactly. Uh, yes, uh, Richard comes out. He's embarrassed to leave the house in his foot, bandage, obviously grown and doubled inside. <laughs> doubled in size. Um, which is nice. And... Um, <laughs> Hyacinth says, "Let suffering become you," uh, <laughs> which is lovely. And actually, as they're getting in the car, there is a very clear shot of the garage and the wooden plaque above that says "Wayney Elm." And actually, I don't know whether you're here, but a, a Buckethead sort of messaged me recently on social media to say, "Why do we always say Wayney Elm when, on the invitation in the cre- uh, the opening titles, it Wainy says Wayney Edge?" Wainy edge. But obviously they changed. And the actual house is called Elm. It's still there. That place, yes, isn't it? Yes, we went there. Yeah, it was wonderful, wasn't it?
0: Did we tell it? Did you hear what happened when we went there? Yes. And uh, I I delivered a letter through the front door because the lady who lives there is very elderly, and she was she lived there, didn't she? When when they were filming the programme, and she William wrote a very nice letter saying we're we're coming to. Uh, have a look at the outside of your house. <laughs> let's be honest, a little bit odd. <laughs> would, you, would you mind if we knocked on the front door and had a little chat with you? Because we would have loved to have a little chat with you. Because she her. lived
1: there at the time they yeah, were filming it. She exactly. still owns it. So,
0: and uh, she wrote back
1: and said no. <laughs> <laughs> and so we then decided, and we had said we'd make a donation to a charity of her choice. She wrote back and said no. <laughs> but you can donate to Help for Heroes. Yeah. So I delivered a check for Help for Heroes. through a. Oh. I love the fact she says, no, but you can still donate. <laughs> anyway, we did, but that gave us an excuse to um, not break and enter, but, you know, go on to her, go onto her property. Should we also, at this point, talk about our um, QE2 trip and the stuff that then happened afterwards? And yes, just, just the can fun. I put my cap on? You can put your cap on. Desperate. <laughs> Looks gorgeous. So we finished recording the episodes, then we went and did the jogging in... 35 degrees? Yes, it was hot. It was very hot. And the great thing is you genuinely... I mean, this isn't an ad now anymore for the QE2, but you genuinely can walk around the entire ship, basically, wherever you want to go. You can also... What we didn't say, actually, you can also do it without staying on board as well. Uh, You can go and do a tour, and then they just sort of leave you to it, and you can walk all over the ship. So we would highly recommend it. But they were very nice to us, weren't they? Yes, other than when we took the flight home... And oh. oh my, so many children in business class, <laughs> or club club world as it's now called. Um, Tell mus- them about that ghastly woman. <laughs> Which one? The one with the the daughter from hell. <laughs> the, the daughter that didn't like the seats. Yes. Who came in? She was sitting in premium economy with her father, her nanny. Mother was in uh, business class, and she came in in floods of tears and said to her to her mother just before we took off Mummy I don't like these seats <laughs> and the mother switched with her. Yeah. I know. Parenting today. Having
0: turned to William and I and saying, My daughter's such a diva
1: So yeah. Uh, and then there was the one coughing and spluttering in front oh, of you. Oh
0: God. Yeah. I
1: hated them all. <laughs> But I didn't let it show. No. <laughs> Not at all. Uh, anyway, uh, they're getting in the car. Richard removes his bandage to drive to put on his car shoes. He hasn't got his car shoes. And then and we're going to sort of tread carefully around this next section of the episode. Slightly problematic jokes uh, in a modern context. Although some people say it wasn't problematic. I think it, it's on the borderline. I'd say, where uh, Hyacinth says... Oh. What do you mean, William? <laughs> she says, oh, you can drive with your bare foot. They do in Nigeria, is what she says. <laughs> Which may or may not be true, I don't know. I was going to have... say, I've never been to Nigeria, so... No, I've been know. to Namibia, but I have not been to Nigeria. Right. And I did not look at my driver's feet during that period. But he, I... In Argentina, they
0: drive in flip-flops.
1: Oh, Yes, is that that's very
0: dangerous as well. Are they
1: in automatics? <laughs> no. no. Oh, no. OK, right, fine. And I do also like when she then says to Richard very quietly, sort of under her, she says, life is full of new experiences. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> and then we have very jerky driving. Yes, the kangaroo scenes in the Rover. Yeah, as he goes. And Gout is making Richard very irritable. Yes. They arrive at Daisy and Onslow's,
0: which again... William and I have been too.
1: Yes, very um, exciting.
0: Oh, well, we loved it. We absolutely loved it. And did you hear we met the lady who was a little girl lived next door mm. when they were filming and she came out and chatted to us. It was lovely. And there was a drug deal going on at the end yes. of the
1: road. <laughs> what did we get? How rude. <laughs> we got the police. That's what we got. Thank you very much. <laughs> And then I fell in the bush. Yes. <laughs> genuinely, a dog genuinely leapt out at us <laughs> from just around the corner, and he fell in the I bush. Fell in a bush. A different bush, because they don't have that bush anymore, no. but I fell in a bush. It was hilarious. <laughs> um, we like that very much. Uh, then we have Richard. Richard does a lot of funny walks in the programme, generally. He's very funny, physically funny. Mm-hmm. He and Patricia Routledge, both physically funny. You get stuck in the gate. He does. He gets his foot lodged, doesn't he, in the hole in the gate. And it's another example of just making us wait for the dog and bush routine. because It doesn't (laughs) happen the first time she goes past. Mm. She goes back to help him. Well, not help him, but sort of tell him to stop making a fuss. Goes back, falls in the bush. Lovely.
0: When Hyacinth goes up to the front door, she's about to knock, but instead the door opens, and there is Rose snogging the
1: kitchen salesman. Mr. Merryweather, uh, <laughs> as she says at one point. And again, we've got some nice, really sort of slightly subtle noises of oh, oh, that she does
0: <laughs> as they're leaving. Have you noticed that?
1: That's a very good hyacinth impression. Thank it's you. Everyone's always very rude about my hyacinth impression. Well, Jonathan, whilst we're on that subject, I've uh, printed out a couple of the iTunes reviews we've had <laughs> of, of your hyacinth impression. They, awful they? one star someone's put <laughs> couldn't get through the first episode Jonathan not spelt right Jonathan is darn right annoying with his ridiculous impersonations get rid of him A different person here says, uh, good companion to the series, really good and interesting, it has been good to re-watch the programme. The only thing that really grates is the awful impression of Hyacinth Bouquet that Jonathan Vernon Smith insists on doing. <laughs> and then another listener, we'll just do one more, uh, says, oh no, don't stop, please. <laughs> I'm having such fun. William Hansen is the star of the podcast. <laughs> Jonathan is consistently irritating, especially with the shockingly poor Hyacinth impressions. Now, I don't think it bad at all, do you? They're patronising you now. <laughs>
0: don't worry. As my late grandmother used to say, f***
1: Can any of our bucket heads here this evening do a Hyacinth Bouquet impression? Don't all rush at once. Oh, someone's hand at the back. Oh, madam. Okay, I'm going to come to you, please. Now, can you actually do this or is this the alcohol talking? (laughs) Would you like to come towards me, please, madam? Thank you. What's your name? Jonathan will know you. Hello, I'm Kirsty from Houghton Regis. Kirsty from Houghton Regis. No idea. I'm wearing my finest... No, I'm I'm joking. (laughs) ...Angel Gabriel Blue. Well done for wearing Angel Gabriel Blue. And what, Kirsty from Houghton Regis, what would you like to say as Hyacinth for us this evening? Well, I'm feeling very disappointed in the lack of actual wine glasses available I don't think she's ever said that in this series. I know she didn't, but I had a conversation with Jonathan about this. Well, I wish to waterboard people that serve wine in plastic glasses, and lo and behold, I come to Jonathan's podcast event. I'd move away from the scene if I were you, William. A plastic glass. Do you want to do your impression? (laughs) Build up to it. I just couldn't expect Lovely, thank you so much Oh, it's It's like she's with us here today It's uncanny Kirsty, thank you so much Jan Ravens is quaking Oh, she won't remember that in the morning, it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) We'll take a moment. (laughs) Um. (laughs) It's said with love, Kirsty. Jonathan's lost a listener. <laughs> Go and try Bernie Keith; it's a lot funnier. Inside joke. Right. Okay. I can't read my own handwriting. Uh, I. Oh yes, Mr. M- oh, oh, all that. Um, all that. That's where we were. All that routine and. Um, as as they are the discussion about gout and there's a nice put down to rose with uh, about gout <laughs> don't worry it's not something you'd ever pick up in the back of a car <laughs> which is lovely they go inside there's more gout chat the door is locked uh, so the ladder needs to be put up. And this is where, again, it becomes very similar to Series 3, Episode 2, Iron Age Remains, because at the end of that episode, there's a ladder up to, yeah. to Rose's bedroom window, although I think isn't now Daddy's bedroom where Rose is the same window? I think so, yes. Yeah, but, they haven't uh, that Richard
0: before. is sent up, isn't he, to go and check to see whether Mr Merriweather's still in there.
1: Yes, but before that, uh, Hyacinth is escorted into Daisy's kitchen to have a look at Daisy's new kitchen. Oh, yes. Which is? Angel Gabriel Blue. Yes. Uh, and I also love the fact when she sort of obviously, goes into a panic that Daisy now has this. She just goes to pick up the worktop <laughs> yes. and just hugs <laughs> it. Don't and that's it where the scene me. cuts. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. It's a lovely lovely moment. Uh, they go back up. There's discussion of this Bernadette woman who uh, I think on <laughs> low dated at Moss <Osport. laughs> point. <Sorry. are> <laughs> I can't
0: stop thinking about (laughs) his (laughs) bouquet (laughs) impression. That's one of the funniest things I've ever seen.
1: Anyway they go outside. Daddy comes down the road skateboarding. <laughs> as you do. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Uh, more dog and bush routine, but also beautifully, Onslow as well, who just sort of is enveloped by the bush <laughs> yes. and goes over, which is lovely. Uh, and then Mr. Moresby comes out calling it a madhouse and punches, <laughs> assaults Daddy, punches him on the shoulder. And
0: Daddy starts crying. Yes.
1: Poor Daddy. Uh, and, and Hyacinth says, I wouldn't let him play with your skateboard. <laughs> <laughs> Which is lovely. And they all go inside, leaving poor Richard, who's up the ladder. And there's this discussion about... I thought it was a bit odd. I felt it, it sort of... Oh, do you, do you watch Neighbours, Hyacinth Onslow says, meaning Neighbours, the Australian programme. And then she says, only when they're in danger of letting the neighbourhood down. Then I feel it's my duty to keep an eye on them. <laughs> uh, she says, obviously the BBC showed Neighbours at the time, so I, want, I did wonder if that was a little bit of a plug. I mean, it did started a few years earlier, but I, I felt it jarred somewhat, and then Richard's hanging down, shouting to the entire street, it's, it's not gout, it's a fungal infection.
0: Absolutely. Cue the end credits. Yes,
1: up comes, up comes the candelabra, and that's the end of that. Wasn't it fun, though?
0: What a it's fun a nice example. episode.
1: And what fun we've had tonight. It's been great. Thank you so much for coming all yes. this way from Norway, from Regis, <laughs>
0: Redbourne.
1: <laughs> yes. All the other places you've come <laughs> from. It's lovely. Uh, thank you very much. No, we we do come and say hello at the end. We'll we'll loiter back for just just a moment uh, to say hello. But don't touch Jonathan because he's just had a back operation, and <laughs> it's particularly septic at the moment.
0: <laughs> we will return in 2024 for the final series of Keeping Up Appearances. Oh. <laughs> oh. Yes the luxury podcast where we'll discuss the fifth and final series of the BBC
1: sitcom. It says stand on our script. We forgot to do that. Uh, Before we go, we would just like to thank everyone who has helped put on this evening, to uh, 21 Soho, to producer Ben Cartwright, uh, and... Don't clap him in this, either. Uh, And everyone else at Audio Always. What fun tonight has been. We may even do this again soon at some point. So keep an eye out on all of our social media and luxurypodcast.co.uk for more information.
0: Until we meet again, Bucketheads, remember, it's not athlete's foot. It's gout! (laughs) Happy Christmas!